Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. This is Benjamin. Thank you for joining me today. My guest speaks to putting our physical fitness as a priority alongside our careers and taking care of our families, which makes a lot of sense to me. He is passionate about helping people who cannot find time for fitness. He teaches people how to stop making excuses so that they can make it a priority in their lives. He shares this by means of the book he authored entitled How to Win the Fight Against Excuses, which is a free download on his website, incidentally. I encourage you to take advantage of that. Chapter 1, Change Your Mindset. Chapter 2, You Versus Excuses. Chapter 3, Knock Out Your Obstacles Before They Become Excuses. And this is only a taste of what you will find in that book. My guest is a best-selling author, personal trainer with over 15 years of experience, and the owner of Priority Fitness in Overland Park, Kansas. Let's invite this interesting fellow to our show, Chad Austin. There's no question that exercise does uh, make you feel better. Gives you plenty of energy, and of course, it can even add uh, years to your life. And as far as personally, my goodness, I like to be able to get off the floor when I'm 90 years old, you know? So, uh, and I think exercise is going to be fundamental for me to be able to do that. So I'm glad to have you on the show, Chad, uh, on your lot and parcel. And, uh, And for the sake of my audience, tell us a little bit about yourself and your passion for health and wellness, Chad. Absolutely. Uh, well, I've been in training. I've been a personal trainer here in uh, Oldland Park. It's just outside of Kansas City. I've been doing this for a little over 15 years now. Mm. Um, I'm the owner of a small personal training studio called Priority Fitness. And Priority Fitness got its name because it was named after my best-selling book, Make Fitness a Priority. Mm. And uh, Make Fitness a Priority, I think that's just kind of me evolving as a trainer. It kind of started as a book and ended up being a book series, but definitely, uh, especially these days and in, in the fitness industry, everything is about instant gratification and nothing really, everything is really about temporary success. And so everything we do at Priority Fitness is geared to kind of change that and have help people focus on something that's going to stick in their life. So it becomes a priority long-term, just like their family and their career and their faith and other priorities they have. Mm. So would you say the key is small incremental progress instead of uh, quick uh, gratification? Like you said, would you say that's the key? I would say, I would say the key is finding something that fits in your life. I think uh, that's the, that's the problem we find. We, we, we uh, want results so bad. And we had, we had this deep desire to look and feel better and we're trying to find the fastest solution, but it's never one that sticks. (laughs) Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. So why do, why do many people struggle then uh, Chad to to make fitness a priority in their lives? What's the problem there? I think the, the biggest problem is that, um, Fitness is always the thing we try to get to later. It's always in our mind we're going to get to it later. I think when yeah. when life's changes happen, we uh, we you know we're easy. We're really good at adapting to changes when it comes to our family and our career, things like that. But with fitness, we we aren't. 
And uh, so we always kind of feel like we don't have time for it when things change. And so we're always, we're always kind of putting it off till later because we think we're too busy. Yeah. 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 I can, I can see that. I know there's, there are priorities, you know, work and your family, but sometimes, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, health uh, falls to the wayside. Sometimes I, I, uh, I know I have to remind myself about that, Chad, and uh, mm. it, it should be up there with everything else. Because uh, the way I see it, if you don't take care of yourself, how in the world are you going to take care of those that uh, you need to uh, to take care of? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's it, a it's an ongoing problem for all of us to face or challenge. So, um, how do you account for people losing weight? Uh, for an example, uh, Chad, and then putting it back on, you know, the proverbial yo-yo. Uh, diet uh, what what what's the, the problem there yeah and we we do have that um problem that roller coaster pattern we go through most people go most people lose weight and put it back on or get consistent with their routine and then kind of fall off track about two or three times throughout the course of the year and mm. um i think really the problem the the main reason it happens is because you know there's so many instant gratification options out there and that are just not really set up for people to get long-term success or set up for people to get temporary success. And, uh, they're just, uh, we are so there we're, we're attracted to them because they, they give off the impression and the lie to us that it's fast and easy. And, um, and it, it's not really, we're not really taking a deeper look to figure out what best fits for us and ha- what can uh, stick in our life long-term. So everything we're attracted to that we're told is going to be fast and e- an easier path mm-hmm. is really just, is really just uh, destined to give us short-term success. Mm-hmm. So would you say um, it's being able to tailor, I mean, everybody's different, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, are we talking about tailoring uh, a program for an individual or is it? Yeah, uh, I think um, that's, that is the most important thing, I think, for getting long-term success. I always yeah. tell people uh, what, what you do for fitness has to fit in your life. And if it, yeah. if it doesn't fit in your life, it, then it won't be there very long. You just you can't mm-hmm. fit a square peg in a round hole, right? So, I mean, it, we get in this pattern where we, we remember things that worked best for us when we were in the best shape of our life at, at another time in our life. And we try to force that to work now. And if we try whatever, when you try to force something that doesn't fit, then it just hurts all the other aspects of your life. And so if you're, Mm -hmm. you have to be okay with figuring out what fits in your life now, even if it's less, it doesn't mean it's less important to you or less of a priority. It just means that's Mm -hmm. how it fits now. And Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have that mindset, if you're, if you're trying to just do it, if you're trying to force something that doesn't fit, then it's going to hurt you know, it's going to hurt your other priorities in life. It's going to hurt, you know, your relationships. It's going to hurt your job. It's going to hurt everything else because it's, it's, you're trying to force it. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with you. And, uh, because there, there's so many, so much out there, you know, to do this, uh, you know, you'll see some results and you don't know what to believe anymore. You know, I, I think of, uh, Joseph, uh, Goebbels back in the 1940s, you know, the, it was the propagandist for Hitler. You know, he said uh, in so many words, he said, if you say, say a lie enough times, you know, people will, will believe it, you know? And mm-hmm. so uh, I- any exercise beliefs that you'd like to, you, you would want to debunk at this point. Uh, yeah. Well, I think what you just said there, I mean, uh, we all have stories that we tell ourselves that just aren't true. And I think uh, when someone comes to a personal trainer, 
A lot of times when people come to a personal trainer, they're coming to us at a little bit of desperation because they've tried and failed a lot on their own. And so they're coming to us with this story that they can't do it, that they'll do this for a while, and but it, it probably won't work. They'll give this a try, but it probably won't work. And that is the first big problem. If, you, if your mindset is, if the way you're thinking is that it's, I'm going to try it, but it probably won't work, or I'll, I, I'll get results, but I'll eventually fall off track, then like you said, I mean, if you tell yourself that story, eventually you're going to believe it. And it's you, we have to rewrite that story because it's, mm. it's a fictional story. The past doesn't okay. have to predict the future. Okay. You just have to figure out what uh, works best for you now. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of rewiring your way of thinking, a mindset, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when, uh, when selecting a, an exercise program, uh, what, should we consider and what should we avoid, Chad? Uh, yeah, people ask me that all the time and they ask what should, when I'm looking for a new fitness program, what, what would it be the best? How do I know which one's best for me? And so mm-hmm. I always tell people there's, there's two red flags that you need to look out for. So if you're, if your goal with everyone's goal is get the results, but your goal secondary should be to get long-term results. You want this to be something that can stick and not just be temporary. And so two things that, to watch out for that could lead you to just temporary success. Uh, the first one is if the program begins with the end in mind. And so mm-hmm. if, if on the first day of the program, you know when the last day is. So if it's a six-week program, a 30-day program, or a 12-week program, or yeah. a program or a challenge, those yes. things, if you know on the first day when the last day is, then that, I mean, you, if so, if the instructor or someone doesn't eventually make you answer the question, what's next, then mm-hmm. what's next is going to be nothing. And you mm-hmm. have to have a plan of what's doing next. Otherwise, when that six weeks is over, then you're done with it too. Um, the other red flag is that it's one size fits all. And so if, mm-hmm. if everyone doing the program is doing the exact same thing, and all important variables aren't considered like your age, your fitness level, your exercise history, your, your, uh, your schedule, how much time you have to do it. If everyone doing the program is doing the exact same thing, then it's not going to work because it's fitness is not one size fits all. And everybody, it, everything that you do needs to be customizable or at least uh, scalable to you. And so it needs to be individualized to you. So it fits for you. If not, then it's, if you, then probably it's not going to fit in your life and you're trying to force it in there and it's either not going to work with your schedule or it's going to be, you know, not the right fitness level or something mm-hmm. like that. And so, or it won't just match with what your goals are that you're trying to accomplish. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's one uh, myth that needs to be debunked too. I mean, a lot of people have a perception for what personal training is or what working out is. Um, yeah. I know I, I trained my dad, I've trained my dad, uh, quite a bit online, as mm-hmm. we don't live in the same area, but it took a long time. I had to be a trainer for 10 years before I get him to train with me. Cause he had this <laughs> perception that yeah. training with the, working out with a personal trainer meant bodybuilding. And, mm-hmm. um, that's not the case. Everybody has their own fitness goals. It could be that your goal is to lose weight. It could be that it's to get stronger. It could be just that you want to be able to move without pain. It could be mm-hmm. that you want to have more mobility and more range of motion and more flexibility without pain. And so every, everybody has different goals. And so every, mm-hmm. fitness looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you, you can help, um, I guess, virtually uh, anywhere in the country. Uh, is that, yes, uh, actually. Okay. And uh, so at the, later in the show, before we're done, we'll share, I have a freebie uh, uh-huh. where people can get my book, my first copy of my book, a free copy of it, but you can yes. also get five free 
um, online workouts with me on for mm. my platform. Uh, but at beatyourexcuses.com, we'll make sure we say that a few times before the show's <laughs> over. But uh, yeah. but you, uh, anyone that's listening, if you're um, yeah, I do. I can do personal training with anyone in the world now. That's uh, the one good thing. If if there is an answer to the question, this is good because I mean, uh, hard to say that this around this time, but uh, this yes. us forced to go virtually. Um, there are that was one th- thing that came for me with my business is I was able to connect with people all over the world, uh, mm-hmm. not just in my city. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. You know, I've known that there's always an upside to everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, always always so what can we do right now uh for me what can i do right now chad to to get going what would be the first step you think yeah uh i always have people start with uh to, to, well a good way to get started my book at beatyourexcuses.com that's where you can go and my first book is really a guidebook that how mm-hmm. to win the fight against your excuses is the subtitle but mm-hmm. uh we have we, we normally have things that are that we're getting in our own way and so there's no reason we can't start now and uh, we just need to we just need to realize that and a lot of times when when i speak in front of a group um my goal is not to convince people that exercise and nutrition is important because people do know that they know the value in those things and what it could do for them but my real goal is and how i can make an impact for people is to help them realize that even though they're busy and they have life's challenges and obstacles they face every day they can still make fitness a priority right now and if they do that all aspects of their life can improve and get better and they and their quality of life can get better and so that's how i have how i've had people start um is to go and get my first book um but also just uh taking you have to figure out what's going to fit for you and so if you've done nothing if you haven't been doing anything for a while then uh, just getting more active. You know, if you have a pet, um, if you have a, a, a pet that needs to be walked, I mean, that's a great accountability partner just to get started. Um, going for a walk three days a week, uh, that can be three days a week of workouts. And then you just scale it from there. Um, taking a look at your work schedule, your family schedule, what's going to fit? What makes sense for you? What's going to, how many days a week should you be working out? What do you have time for? And it's just about getting better every day. But if, if your goal is to have more energy, to feel better, to move more, um, it's everything needs to line up with that. And you just need to get started. Sometimes the, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. And so that, mm. you know, first just getting started is, yes. is step one. And yes. So interesting very you know i um you talked about uh, getting stronger so i i know we didn't talk about this but what, what would you say the, the uh, looking at it from uh, the body would you say the core would, would be where you start to strengthen the core of the body which is what is it between the hip and the shoulder is, is, is that where you yeah, start? You think? I think uh, for most people, that's that's part of the beginning for sure. Uh, most, I mean, it was a, a few years ago now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same. But the the yeah. main, the leading cause of doctor visits was low back pain, um, mm. and the reason is is because most of us have sedentary jobs these days with technology on the rise in the last decade i mean more and more of us are spending most of our day sitting down and uh, so that posture that uh, always leaning forward in a chair 
uh, that's the cause of low back pain because of that pattern overload. Of, and so we, we lose some of our range of motion when we don't um, use it. And so it's just, uh, you know, yeah, but crunches, bridges, those kind of things. Normally we have a pelvic tilt because we lean forward in a chair um, mm -hmm. with our hands on a computer for most of the day. And oh, so yeah. it's that pattern overload that causes it. Um, so, I mean, uh, strengthening up your core is going to be a step in the right direction. And really just, uh, you know, when we lose range of motion over time when we don't, uh, do everything yes. when we don't do it. And so if we spend more of the day sitting than we do standing, um, you know, just getting up and moving around more is going to be a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I understand. I agree with you. I'll tell you, uh, I'm thinking of, um, you know, the obliques, you know, that's what, what mm -hmm. is that between the, uh, the, the ribs and the pelvis, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that's that muscle structure there is, <laughs> very hard to work with and you know mm -hmm. you try to do crunches sit-ups or whatever you know but i think if you engage the whole body it uh, it work itself out don't you think or yeah i think with all of my workouts i mean i always tell people um it's different for everybody and uh yeah. and, and we start with where you are there's no you know it, it the body can, you can always progress to do most things. And so if, if you have to do a modification, you can't quite do something yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, it really, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It really means you can't do it yet. And so it's really just about doing better every time. Um, yeah, but I, I always tell people, I mean, with all of my workouts I, that I lead, um, I'm always trying to have as many muscle groups and as many range of motion as I can. And so it, um, that's the problem. If you don't have um, really an organized class or a trainer and you're just go to a gym and, and, uh, I mean, the, the person at the front desk may just point you to the machines, uh, mm -hmm. which is, which is fine. But what, what's what the thing with machines, you could be a line of machines and it's basically just one muscle group at a time. And so you have mm -hmm. the, the lat pull down machine, the chest press machine, the leg press machine, the leg curl machine. And so it's all just one muscle group at a time. Mm -hmm. And what's better and more resembles what we do and how our body moves in daily life is, um, is to add as many muscle groups as you can. And so, mm -hmm. um, that's what we always try to do with our training <laughs> sessions and with our boot camps and fitness yeah. classes. I like that. I like that very much. And you mentioned walking, you know, it, um, uh, me of the old adage, uh, chat about, uh, I have two doctors, uh, my left leg and my right leg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so walking is, is essential. And I, I think it's a very good start. I think, uh, mm -hmm. walking is, We are talking to the one who authored the best-selling book, How to Win the Fight Against Excuses. And he's also a personal trainer, and he's teaching you and I how to make fitness a way of life. Here he is again, Chad Austin. What are, uh, what are your thoughts of the uh, weight loss industry, Chad, at this point? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I think in my fitness around my fitness friends, I'm, I'm known for feeling that the weight loss industry is the shadiest industry there is. It just, and, but you know, it, and that's, that's just being honest. And, and the, the reason, the reason is, is because of the instant gratification. I mean, we are, we are easy prey um, because we have a deep desire to look and feel better. And there are no shortage of people who are take advantage of that. And so, I mean, when you have all these promises of 
fast results with little or no work on your part or little or no work on the part of the consumer, even the smartest person's judgment can be clouded. But I mean, mm -hmm. every, every month there are more and more miraculous weight loss products being presented and they're getting us everywhere on magazines, social media, TV, radio, ev everywhere you, you're hearing about these and, and even on social media. And so, and the problem with social media and, and any influencer, um, promoting, uh, instant gratification or miraculous weight loss product or new fad diet. Um, mm -hmm. it, they make it seem like it's easy. And, um, that's, that's the illusion of it that we, we see everyone's highlight reel, uh, that we don't see. And what we should be seeing is the work that, that got there. And so it, that is the one thing that, that everyone needs to understand and on social media. We're always just seeing people's highlight reel. We don't see the hard work it, it took them to get there. No one has an easy path and there's no, there's no shortcut that someone can give you. That's going to uh, help you get your goals faster with, without putting in work. And, uh, mm -hmm. and just know that if you, if you do find one of these programs or, or something that, um, it's not really a good fit for you, then the results you get are going to be short lived too. And, that uh, you're, kind of just going to feel like you didn't get what you paid for in the yeah. end. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I, I, I know they uh, capitalize on the emotional component, you know, um, uh, folks, you know, they want to, they want to lose weight and so forth. So what, what uh, tips can you give us to avoid falling for weight loss scams? Uh, Chad? Well, I think the, the first thing is to know that if it, if it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. Um, I mean, uh, making fitness a priority or whatever fitness goals you have, um, it's always going to take a plan and it's going to take some uh, some action and you're going to have to put in hard work. And so everything that's promising that, you know, especially the ridiculous, there's so many ridiculous claims just around here in my city. There's, I saw, heard one the other day where, you, where they're saying 30 pounds in 30 days or something insane like that. And it's become a, it's become an infomercial that I've heard on the radio to and from work a couple times in the last month. And, um, I don't know how they can get away with, uh, making promises like that, but, uh, but I know that when they do get and caught or if they get charged for fraud it's just a little slap on the wrist compared to what they they make from on every unsuspecting person that got fooled by them but uh, just know that you know there's no easy path and and that you know so if there's buzzword if there's people if they're promising you fast results without even have to change anything or you're not even having to work out and you're going to lose weight no that's not true and any buzzwords out there that are saying personal trainers hate this or uh, or this has been a you know a, a marble we we made him 20 years younger or, what, or whatever uh, the buzzwords are just don't fall for it and, and um i mean and i'm not judging anyone that has because i've definitely i know this these lessons well because i've learned them the hard way you know, I mean, when we want results so bad, it's we are easy prey and even the smartest person's judgment can be clouded. Um, but just know that, you know, the best way for you to make fitness a part of your life is to figure out what fits for you right now and just uh, start making it a part of your life. I like that. <clears throat> Would you speak to, uh, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, weight loss and so you know nutrition is very important uh, would you speak to that nutrition that uh, some guidelines that uh, any one of us can follow yeah and in, in my book um uh, some the book i keep mentioning and make fitness a priority um mm -hmm. it's it's a uh, it's an easy read and so i my, it's a guidebook but it's also uh kind of a fitness motivational starter 
And so, and I read it out loud to my, to my parents in like four hours. So it's an, it's an easy read, but it'll get you inspired and motivated to get going. But I do have a chapter in there, like the 10 healthy, healthy guidelines that everyone should follow. And so nutrition is something that, you know, you could write a whole book on just nutrition and it can be very overwhelming and, uh, and hard to take away. You know, when you try to change too many things at once, you end up changing nothing. Right. And so I will tell you that most people to get started, it's getting the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So start eating a regular schedule. Most people, when I first meet them, um, on average, they eat two and a half times a day. So listeners, you can decide if this is you or not, but most people they'll come in, they'll tell me they don't eat breakfast and maybe they'll have a snack before lunch, but if not, then they have lunch and, and, but then they're really busy after that. So they don't eat anything. And then when they come home, they're starving. They have a really big meal. Their biggest meal is always dinner. And it's mm -hmm. just a couple hours before they go to bed. And then the next day to start the whole thing over. And we're not using nutrition the, the right way because we're not thinking of it as not I don't, we're just thinking we're not thinking of it as much as what it is and what it is is fuel and so mm -hmm. it, to help us be our best and so we need to fuel your body throughout the day and that's why getting in the habit of eating breakfast eating lunch eating dinner so you fuel yourself out throughout the day that's the that's the first goal and then i tell people just to you know to to, to start out with throw out the temptation and so without me going into much detail, you know what's good and bad food. Mm -hmm. And so okay. just try to rid your cabinets and rid your pantries of bad temptation. So if you're trying to start something fresh and you're trying to start eating healthier, if you're surrounded by by bad temptation, then you're not gonna set your, you're not setting yourself up for much success. And so you're just gonna have a real tough time uh, winning the fight there. And so getting rid of all the food that is gonna be a bad temptation and going replacing it with healthier, healthier like fruits and vegetables things. And so, and when you start getting groceries, then just trying to make it more quality food. And, and, and when we say quality food, we want, we want you to start eating real food. And so mm -hmm. cut away some of the processed food and uh, modified food and just and just and basically that means the perimeter of the grocery store for the most part, fruits, mm -hmm. vegetables, dairy, meats, um, breads, those those things, just trying to stay away from the middle of the grocery store. That's it's, it's all in boxes. That's more mm -hmm. uh, got a, a mile long ingredient list to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If it's if it if this product has got if it takes you longer to read the ingredient list than it does to eat the product, then definitely stay away Forget from it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good rule of thumb, I suppose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so stay away from processed foods, uh, more natural. Uh, uh, plant-based foods uh, yeah know, i like, say i say real just real yeah. food and so if it's been so like if you go and read the ingredient list of a sure. of a banana or a potato you know mm. you're not going to find it because it, it no. that's what exactly what it is it's a banana and a potato there's no ingredient it hasn't been changed and exactly. so you want to try to get things that are just real food that and so like uh lean meats fish and any anything there dairies just all around the outside mm -hmm. you're going to find the best foods but mm -hmm. again uh at beatyourexcuses.com that's where uh, you'll find my book but there's 10 10 things in there and if and if you go and get it i would suggest try not to incorporate them all at once mm. that's a that's a big flaw that we that we try to do we try to change too much at once and then we end up changing nothing and so i would when mm. when you're starting with the new fitness journey i would think just a couple changes a week and once you master one then add more um so it could be first you're trying to eat breakfast lunch and dinner and then uh you're trying to um, cut out some of the processed food then, and then maybe it's, uh, trying to make sure you're drinking more water and less, uh, any other beverages, uh, mm -hmm. that, that you may be drinking. And then, uh, mm -hmm. so you're just a little bit, you can do, keep, keep making positive changes and that all that's going to pay off. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, so as I say, you know, inch by inch is a cinch, you know, so. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That, that, yeah, yeah. So you just uh, small increments, uh, just uh, keep moving forward. You know, we've been talking about food. Uh, I would think portions of, of what you put on your plate is important, don't you think? And I think, uh, uh, you know, a person can even gain weight if even if he is eating the right foods. Is, am mm. I correct on that? Yes, you are. And uh, that's one thing I remember. No, I, I was a teacher for a few years before I became a trainer. I was a PE and strength conditioning coach. And uh, I was once I knew I was going to be starting personal training, I was really trying to get myself leaner. I really kicked up my own um, uh, motivation for getting my own uh, fitness goals. And I was really struggling. And that's one thing I learned right away when I became a trainer is I was eating way too much of, of healthy food. I mean, I was, eat, I was eating better but I was eating still way too much, right? I mean, my goal was to lose weight and get leaner and there's just no, mm -hmm. I was setting myself up to fail. And so that was def that would definitely be uh, the next thing. I, th I think um, counting calories, most people um, need to do that for a period of time in their life because we, we underestimate how many calories we eat and way overestimate how many calories we burn. Uh, and so if you're struggling, if you feel like you're eating better, you're moving more, you're still struggling to um, get results, especially if your goal is weight loss, then mm -hmm. I would start counting calories and be honest, make sure you're putting everything down um, because mm -hmm. you're probably just underestimating how many calories you're eating and overestimating how many calories that you're burning. But uh, my, or, uh, my calorie or my calorie count, um, mm -hmm. lose it. There's a, or there's a, there's a whole bunch of uh, different calorie counting apps out there that make it really easy these days for you. But, uh, but if you're, if you're, if you've been stuck in a plateau and your goal is weight loss, that's one thing I would suggest is uh, just spend, spend a week or at least like three days, just counting yes. all the calories you eat. And you, you might surprise yourself with how much you're having. And so if you start to count it for a while, that'll automatically just, just having the intention of counting your calories is going to help you do less or start, start eating less. But uh, yeah, we definitely overeat and that sabotages ourselves uh, yes. with our, when our goal is weight loss. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, out here, I'm in California, Chad, and uh, the reason I talked about, uh, mentioned, uh, you know, the, you mentioned potatoes, carrots, you see, those are all good good foods, but if you have too much, out here, they're, they're big on feedlots, and that's what they give them. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes and carrots and that, you know, so uh, to me, that was, uh, well, there you go. You got to watch what, how much you eat as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, uh, tell me, how, how do you acquire long-term success, you know, to, to make it a way of life? Uh, yeah. Um, I think there were the one thing that, you know, clients I've had over the years that have uh, gone in and out of my schedule, uh, where I've, I've helped them get great results and then have a good yeah. plan going forward. And then I went on their own for a while. And then in a couple of years go by and they come back because they've lost some results. And so I help them get back on track. Um, one thing we're not good, like I, like I said earlier, we're not good at uh, adjusting to change when it comes to our fitness plan. And so when major changes happen in your life, um, you have to, you have to take note of that and adapt to it, not just with your family and your career and your everything, other aspects of your life, you have to also adjust your fitness plan and what you do for fitness. Uh, cause that, that's how you stay on track. And so like, for me, for example, um, you know, I was a personal trainer, I was an employee personal trainer at a gym 
I, mm-hmm. uh, when I first started for my first uh, 24 hour fitness for, so I had, I had all this extra time to work out. So I, I probably worked out six days a week for an hour and a half to two hours. I just said, I was mm-hmm. in great shape. I had just all this time to work out, but then mm-hmm. eventually I, I started my own business and I was an independent contractor at another studio and I started writing more. And so I had way less time. And so mm-hmm. then it would be hard to fit that kind of workout schedule in there. And then eventually I opened my own studio and I had independent contractors under me and I was an author and starting to speak. And then yes. this, and then this last year I kind of took another notch and then I also got married and started a family. And so, mm-hmm. um, there's every time something big changes in your life, um, you have to adjust your fitness programs. Like right yeah, now, sure. there's no way I could work out six days a week for an hour and a half or two hours. Like I did when I was in my early twenties and had the time, mm-hmm. it just would not fit in my life. And mm-hmm. so I have to have a plan. I can't, whenever, if I, if I were to, if someone comes in and out of my schedule and they come back, I always tell them, we're not picking up where you left off because your life's different now. And that would not fit in your life. Now we're figuring out a new plan that fits what you're living now. And I think you have to be able to be good at that. Um, as life changes go on, because every time you get every time you get your schedule figured out and you have your program figured out, there's there's going to be life's changes and curveballs throw your way and things are going to change. And you have to be able to adjust to change and figure out how does fitness fit in my new life now and my new normal um, just kind of like we had to do through the pandemic. I mean, as things change for us and we, and, uh, we did a lot more virtual things, we had to, we had to kind of change our way of doing things, but you always have to, you always have to do that with fitness too. And just think about how you, you always stay on top of that when the changes that you have to do with your priorities, you always stay on top of that with your family and your career. But for some reason, when it comes to our fitness program and our health, we always kind of put it off till later and we don't really adjust to change. And I think that's always what kind of gets us off track. And so mm-hmm. being mindful of how things fit as life goes on. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I, I know some are reluctant, you know, uh, to, to get into a program uh, thinking that, well, this is a major lifestyle change, you know, but from what you're saying, it doesn't have to be that. No. Yeah. And, um, that is, that is a problem that we have sometimes though, because, uh, it's almost like that time when we were in the best shape of our life or the time when we were most recently we're in the best shape of our life, we kind of put that as the bar. And so I get, and so it's almost, and we're trying to get back in shape. That's our standard. And so if we do less than that, it's almost like we're doing something wrong or we need to be ashamed of it or something. And, and uh, we have to get out of that mindset because uh, it's just going to change. And it may, it may change where you do less, you don't have as much time to work out. So working out your workout mm-hmm. schedule looks less now, but in the future you might have more time and it's, it's, and it's heavier. Um, but like for, for a lot of people, maybe they worked out for an hour and a half several days a week, four or five days a week when they were in their twenties, but men they're in their forties and they have more work time. They have more of a family time. They have more responsibilities mm-hmm. everywhere. So maybe now their workouts are a half hour and, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, maybe, maybe they combine family time and, and cardio time and that's walking the dog, you know, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And so, it, but it, it just, it's going to look differently as life goes on. Um, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just that that's you still making it a priority because you're figuring out how it fits. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like that. Because, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, life is a variable event, you know, and things do change. And maybe, like you say, you don't exercise as you used to, but then you, you adjust your intake, you know, to, mm-hmm. to compensate for that. So uh, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So let me ask you, is weight loss, is that the most important goal when it comes to exercise and fitness? Uh, I wouldn't, I, I think the, 
I think it's probably the most popular goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It is. Yeah, it's definitely most people <laughs> when when you meet someone as a personal trainer, most people weight loss is one of the goals. But I'd say yeah. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I think it, it's everybody's goal is different, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not a one size fits all. There's no norm really for it. Um, mm-hmm. And so and it's and a lot of times it's just about getting better. And it's always about being a better version of yourself and for whatever your workouts and whatever shooting program needs to be to help you achieve that goal. Um, but a lot of times it's weight loss and a lot of, but sometimes it's, you know, staying mobile as you get older. I know my, uh, my parents who Mm -hmm. are in their, um, my dad's 73. Um, I mean, for, for him, it's more about being able to move without pain and be an active grandpa and, uh, Mm -hmm. You, you know, and so, it, yeah. and, and, uh, weight loss isn't as big of a deal to them right now. It's more just about being, having energy and being able to move mm-hmm. and do everything without pain. And so, but, uh, you know, 15 years ago, weight loss might've been a bigger goal for them. And so it, it, it kind of changes, but it's, what do you, what do you want? You want more energy? Do you want more, uh, you want to have, you know, more pain-free more, whatever it is. And, but it's kind of different for everybody. There's no weight loss doesn't have to be, um, the, the first goal. I see. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, when I, um, <clears throat> I, um, I do a lot of walking actually on the treadmill, uh, Chad, and of course I got other, another machine that I, that I work with. And of course I, I, I do other things on the floor and so forth, but, um, is, uh, does sweat, you know, or perspiration, uh, does it, does it correlate with how much, uh, energy or calories, is being expended? Uh, not always. Um, yeah. okay. It's definitely here in Kansas City. It's been hot, <laughs> and then oh, gosh, this, yeah, this next you. week it's uh, going to be hotter. And our studio has a, you know, it like uh, it has a lot of windows, and the, the sun glares in. And so, uh, I yeah, mean, that can yeah. play a difference. And you, you can that can make you feel hot and sweat faster in the workout. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so sometimes. Um, sweat doesn't have much to do with it. Sometimes you know, we we perform our. Sometimes it, it's more of something we like for mentally, or we feel better when we feel like we're getting a better workout. We feel more into it mentally, or more empowered by it when we're sweating more, and so that mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, or some people feel like they get more of a just a, a cleanse or a detox for right. with their workout yeah. when they sweat more, and uh, and that's understandable. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I know people that love the workout with the, a hoodie on, no matter mm-hmm. when it is, because they like the sweat. And so, mm-hmm. but but it doesn't necessarily mean you're burning as many calories. You could uh, sure. you could you could uh, if you're wearing a watch for your workout, you could have a really comfortable temperature so that you don't sweat as much. Uh, it's mm-hmm. almost colder when you start and you could burn way more calories than you did if you were soaked in sweat at the end. And so it, mm-hmm. it's really a kind of a preference, but you want to be able to, you want to be able to, uh, give your best. And so it, mm-hmm. that, that's one thing, uh, the temperature when you work out can definitely play a role in how much energy and how well you do in the workout. So mm-hmm. I, I just think, uh, making sure you're comfortable and, uh, it doesn't, uh, fatigue you or, or take away any of your energy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of a different for everybody. I I, I yeah. like to sweat myself, so um, mm-hmm. I always uh, I get more empowered and um, um, feel like I worked out harder when I sweat. Yeah. And so, but that's just uh, that's just my mindset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's primarily a coolant. Uh, I think yeah, body. It's just really just a coolant. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, of course, you get a little bit of detox there, and 
it's good for the skin as well. Um, it comes with a natural moisturizer. Mm. But uh, any, so you've been talking about your dad. He's 73, and uh, and yeah, apparently he's taking advantage of the programs. Uh, how about those that are perhaps disabled and not quite as mobile? Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you say about those folks? Well, I say, uh, I mean, um, no matter what, whether you're getting older or if you have some limits, I mean, you, you don't ever stop. I, I think that saying works for both. I mean, you don't stop working out when you get older or when you you know don't have as much mobility you just you get you get older when you stop working out i think is more is more of the thing <laughs> i think so it's it's it's, the, it's not so. the other way around and I so i mean so. there's always yeah. a way to move i mean i've definitely over the years i've, I've uh, um trained people in wheelchairs and i've trained people that are older and uh, we want to increase the range of motion and mobility mm. and i have a lot of clients that are in their uh, um mid to late 60s who you know could give my clients who are in their 30s and 40s a run for their money just because they they've been working out for um, consistently and they've, it's been a part of their life for 10 years now and so and they've mm. kept their conditioning and everything up and so I I think uh, yes yeah, that's the one thing I always keep in mind is I don't that, that's a really true statement I mean it, there's a thing that's another myth in fitness that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you're gonna get lose some of your exercise your mobility your your ability as you get older and that's not that's not really the case it's just that that's only if that's up to you i mean that but uh you know you you stay younger the more you keep moving and so uh yeah. but i think that's there's there's definitely yeah if you don't <clears throat> don't you age when you stop working out not the other way around all right right no i, I agree with that i me i'm not all that vain you know i'm, I'm 66 uh chad and at this point uh i move around pretty well um uh, mm-hmm. I go hiking. I don't take any meds yet, uh, that, but that's to, that's today, of course, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in uh, in moving. You got to move. You got to move. So, um, mm-hmm. how can uh, my audience reach out to your organization to put a plan of action together, Chad? Uh, absolutely. Um, and feel, feel free if you had any takeaways today to reach yeah. out to me and get started at, but, uh, my website beatyourexcuses.com. That's where you can get my freebie. And so for okay. listening today, um, yeah. you can get a free copy of my first book and a five pack of free, free five classes on my online training platform. And on there, I have all kinds of different options for the, uh, I have no excuses workouts. I do here later today that are, uh, um, just body weight. I go back and forth between just body weight exercises or band exercises. And then I have a, we have a boot camp on Saturday. We do, we have a, we have a couple, we have a couple different workouts throughout the week that we try to fit all different fitness goals in. Um, sure. but, uh, but yeah, but beat your That's where you can go and get your freebie, um, make fitness a priority. That's where you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but mm-hmm. I try to post regularly uh, content and tips and things like that on there on a regular basis. Mm. Very good. Very good. Uh, um, I appreciate what you had to say. It's uh, We had a no-nonsense uh, conversation, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's great. So any parting words of encouragement, you can uh, provide those that are right there at the edge, you know, the tipping mm-hmm. point that, to make up their mind. Any idea? Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely, uh, as I said earlier, the, the heaviest yeah. weight in the gym is the front door. So just getting started <laughs> yeah, is true. getting started is a, is a yeah. big thing. 
Um, but then also knowing that as you get started that, you know, making fitness a priority in your life, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it has nothing to do with being perfect and, uh, you're going to fail from time to time. And despite what new year's resolutions makes you believe once failing does not end your fitness journey, failing is part of it. Everybody, everyone falls off track. Everyone fails from time to time, whether you miss a workout or you ate something you didn't intend to, but it's really, it's always what you do next that counts. And so it's, it's not a failing doesn't define you or end your journey. It's just, how are you going to get back on track? How are you going to be better next time? There you go. I like that very much, Chad. I sure admire your expertise and your commitment and uh, health uh, should be way up there, way up there in the list. And uh, I'm going to thank you for being on the, your lot and parcel show today, Chad, and I wish you the best. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. You bet. For your listeners, if you have a suggestion or a recommendation of a subject matter you want to discuss, please let me know at your lot and And now, if you would excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com. 